It's time for Season 5, Episode 7 of Behind the Membership. And this week I'm talking with Sean Wilson from Sean Wilson Piano, a membership site for gospel pianists. Now, when Sean first decided to start a membership site back in 2017, he set a date and committed to just getting started rather than worrying about getting it perfect, tapping into a small list of existing buyers for his initial members. And now, four years later, Sean has a thriving membership site that's bringing him even more freedom and fulfilment than he could imagine. In this episode, then, we're talking all about Sean's journey so far, including how he has recently overcome his subscription ceiling and gone from getting 40 new members a month to over 100 a month. We're also talking about how honing in on his unfair advantage has helped him to succeed and how he found the perfect community manager, which has sent his engagement skyrocketing. Plus, of course, lots, lots more. So let's dive in. Welcome to Behind the Membership with Callie Willows. Real people, real stories, real memberships. My guest today is Sean Wilson from Sean Wilson Piano. Welcome to the episode, Sean. I'm really looking forward to talking with you about your membership. Thank you so much, Kelly. It is actually a great honor for me to be here. No, I'm looking forward to talking to you. And it seems like a very long time since we met back at Retain in 2019. Like, that seems ages ago now. <laughs> yes, actually, yeah, the pandemic kind of stretches things out a little bit with the time. It really, really <laughs> does. Um, but do you want to start off by telling us a little bit about your membership site? Who is it? Um, who's it for? What is it? What do you offer? That kind of thing. Okay, sure. I'm, I'm uh, as, as you said, I'm Sean and my membership site is named after me, Sean Wilson Piano. And it's we are a piano instructional website and we teach gospel musicians. So that's the specific niche that I'm in um, is, is gospel music. Um, now, as far as how we started, it's a, it's a, I think it's an interesting start for me because it started when I was, my parents were taking me to church one day because I was, they would take me to church to play for different events and choirs. And this one time, the um, it was a last minute change and they called and said, Sean, we're not going to be doing the songs anymore. We're going to be doing different songs, right? And it wasn't songs that have sheet music because most musicians, you know, play by giving them music and they read what they see on the sheet. But I didn't have the sheet music because I played by ear. But the interesting thing is because they changed it at the last minute, I, um, on the way to church, I'm having to listen on my, on my headset and try to figure out the song. <laughs> I would say that that would be the start of, of, <laughs> of Sean Wilson piano, because by the time I got to church that day, I had to know all of the chords. I had to know everything, but I wasn't actually at the piano. Right. And so I didn't know at the time that that skill um, playing by ear and being able to pick things up was something that would benefit me later on. And so it's just something that I took for granted. I didn't know that that was even something that, you know, um, was a unique angle that I could use to really position my myself very well. So, um, so basically I was on YouTube and it was, a, I was having a rough year. I had recently had a job loss and I was, and some of the YouTube channels were in the YouTube channel was doing pretty good. And, um, I just said, it's going to be now or never <laughs> because I had done a video that, and the video had taken off very well. It, it had done very well when people, when I was basically the same thing at, about the church, there was a, a person who had played a song and everyone was like, how is he doing that? How is he playing what the other person's playing? 
And so I started my channel based on that. And, um, but I noticed over time I did that. It was, I think it was a uh, 2016 is when I started, but then by 2017, I noticed something with the numbers. I, the numbers on analytics on my YouTube channel, they were starting to go down and I could see that, you know, so if it's like an individual talent, people start saying, okay, we, we've seen it before. Okay. We know you can. <laughs> so I said to myself, okay, it's now or never, I have to start something. I need to start a business, something. And I was trying to, you know, go between, should I do a course? Should I do a business? Um, I'm sorry, I'll do a course or a membership site. There's a guy, Chris Lima, I think I found yeah. and on, and he was, you know, and I saw some stuff from him and I tried to piece some stuff together and it just was like, mm, I don't know. At any rate, I set a date and I said, I'm starting. I told people I'm starting in May and I literally found um, Membership Site Academy in April. <laughs> so, so when I started, I didn't have the luxury of saying, well, let me go in and just kind of wait until everything is perfect because I had given a date. I was committed to the date. And so I had to start. Um, so um, with the help, you know, by, by joining Membership Site Academy, I think it just gave me the foundation of, um, of what I needed. And I was I was able to start successfully. And that's basically how the membership site got started. It, we had a great start. And, and from there, it's just grown from there. Awesome. So that was um, 2017 started. Yeah, that was 20, it was May. It was May 21 um, when we launched. And in fact, to, I actually didn't have the exact date. I had, I had to look it up when I was uh, <laughs> when you sent me the email for this. I said, I know it's I know it's 2017 in May. What's the exact date? As soon as I found the exact date and I realized, oh, my goodness, it's three days before my birthday, before the membership site's birthday. So I emailed my team and said, we need to we need to figure something out. It's our birthday's <laughs> coming up <laughs> in three days. So, yeah. So that was a cool little find for me. Awesome. Yeah. You, you need to celebrate those memberversaries. Exactly. <laughs> so it's been going for four years now. Mm -hmm. How's it been going? It's been going great. I, I would say we've definitely had our challenges. Um, you know, when we first started, uh, when we first started, I just, there's a lot that I just didn't have because like I said, I had put a date out, so I didn't have a proper sales funnel. I didn't have a proper onboarding sequence. There's just so many things that a lot of other people, it seemed when I was looking at that, just they had those things, but because I had committed to a date and because of that urgency was there for me, I was really just trying to make sure I had the content in place um, so that when they came in, there'd be something there. <laughs> um, but over time, I will say that I've, I, I think I maybe had overvalued content, the importance of it. It is important um, to, to keep giving content. And there was something that um, you guys say all the time that members come for the content but stay for the community. And it's that phrase didn't really register that deeply with me till maybe a couple years in when I realized that that's what people were really wanting. They really weren't caring about how much, you know, in terms of the an amount, in terms of the numbers, they want to see themselves succeed. And, and that kind of, that realization for me just kind of changed everything. It changed my approach. It changed what I, what I did and kind of how I pivoted from there. So, you know, I guess I can go into some details later, but that's basically overall, it's been going well. I've really been enjoying it. Um, I really enjoy being a membership site owner. This is like 
this is where I'm, I'm supposed to be. It feels right for me. It just feels like this is where I'm supposed to be at. Awesome. That's what we like to hear. And so you mentioned that you kind of, you'd already started the YouTube channel mm-hmm. before you launched the membership and, and that was kind of a driving factor in, in launching. Was that the only audience you had at the time, those, those YouTube subscribers, or had you build, been building kind of a business and an audience um, teaching in other ways beforehand as well? That's a, yeah, that's a really great question. So I don't come, I didn't come from a business background. So I came from a teaching background. So the teaching part was, that was great for me. The talking in front of an audience and all of that, that's kind of was my background. I'd been doing it for 15 years prior to starting. So that was great. Um, as far as that. But unfortunately, I didn't have a lot of business experience. However, there was a person I listened to, I think it was in 2015, a person named, uh, I think it was Shalene Johnson. And she kept talking about the importance of building an email list. (laughs) So luckily for me, when I did start the YouTube channel and I would release these files, I would use this program called Gumroad. And what would happen is I would just say, if you want the file, you know, you can purchase it at Gumroad. And it'd be minimal purchases. And I, and I start saying, hmm, if I can, if I can make it free, maybe I can, I can get, you know, so I can get a lot of um, emails that way. So believe it or not, I was building an email list, but r- without even really realizing it. Right. And so that was so important because, you know, you guys talk about the importance of building an audience and how important it is to build an audience. But I didn't realize that's what I was doing, because even though you have YouTube subscribers, it's not like you can directly email them. Right. So by having the by having a way to get them off YouTube and on an email list, I think was really great. And that helped to serve as basically the seed for when I started the membership, because I basically sent an email out to all those subscribers. I think I had around maybe five or six thousand emails on Gumroad and a really great video. And I would give something for free. I would get sometimes hundreds and hundreds of emails just from that. And so I kind of used that as a seed to get started. And then also, um, you know, I transitioned later to a proper email service like ConvertKit. But um, Gumroad was great in getting started. And then, um, but yeah, currently, as far as your question, as far as getting new members, though, YouTube, YouTube has been the primary way. Um, and it's it's been really good as far as consistency, um, with YouTube. Now, I will say that I hit a debt, a debt ceiling. <laughs> I was so glad. Um, just one of the best to me, just one of the best posts is when you guys released the thing on the debt ceiling, because it just answered so many questions for me because I was getting YouTube was was giving me a great, uh, a great, um, a great model for getting members. And in fact, I have it right here. Um, so up until up until maybe 2019, I was averaging maybe 40, 40 members a month um, based on YouTube. So right around right around when the pandemic hit, I was getting 40 members a month but losing 40. <laughs> yes, so yeah, I was even. <laughs> it wasn't growing, but I wasn't losing, but I was at my ceiling. That's what and that was a that was the um the term that you guys use and it was that was really helpful when when you broke it down that way. Um and I don't know if you want me to talk about how I got over that or you, if you want Yeah, me to... that'd be awesome. Go okay. go for it. <laughs> so, 
so what happened, well, during the pandemic helped us, at least for, for my membership, it helped because a lot of musicians were home, you know, they were forced to be home, <laughs> they're online. So I did see a little bit of an uptick there in an increase there due to the pandemic. Um, but, it, you know, it was it was just a little, maybe it was getting from 40 to 50. It still wasn't that much. And it was kind of, so basically I said, wait a minute, I need a proper sales funnel. So I have a guy, there's a guy in London that I um, hired for Facebook ads, but I didn't hire him just for ads. It's because that his company also worked with just kind of analyzing the entire process in terms of the funnel and how that's going. And um, we, we put a funnel on the sales page, um, not the sales page, on the homepage, put a lead magnet on it, connected it, made sure there was a funnel there. And and let me just say this. he I got him in November by December, since from December till now, I've had over 100 um, members every month. Awesome. And and the ones except February and April, but those are in the 90s. So basically it's 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 been amazing. And that was just having that funnel there, having that funnel in place. And of course, they're also doing some awareness as well. You know, awareness, some of some of my YouTube videos, the high performing YouTube videos, you know, they're kind of making you know people aware of those videos so that that's been a really great and so ever since november i've had a net growth whereas before sometimes i would have more members losing than coming in some it would be up but now ever since the last i say for the last six or seven months it's been nothing but growth as far as the signups versus cancellations awesome yeah that's what we like to hear Yeah, that's, I mean, so yeah, I'm really excited about that. So yeah, we're like, we're really going to hit and I'm hoping, we're, I, I mean, we're hoping to hit and he said, basically, even if I just continue what I'm doing, I'll definitely hit 1000 members by the end of the year. Awesome. Um, because when we when we run a trial, I usually get about 150 to 200. Um, so you know, I'm planning to run one um, next month and then another one at the end. So even with just those two, I should be able to hit my hit my goal there. So yeah, everything's been going really good. Awesome. So as we're on the topic of marketing, then you, you've got the YouTube channel and you mentioned that you've run trials before as well. Are they as kind of special promotions to, to get a booster members or is that something you have a, a permanent trial offer? Yeah, I do have a, Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. I have a, um, so I have a, I have a dollar trial offer. Um, and, and I will say this, and I know you're not telling me to keep bringing you guys up, but <laughs> the thing is every time, so every time I have an issue or a problem, I'm going on the site, you know, so I'm not, I don't just log in every day necessarily, but if there's something that I'm trying to do, I'm looking at membership site Academy. So uh, I was looking at the pros and cons of the free trial versus the dollar trial. The dollar trial was the best definitely what I chose to do based on the information that I got on the site. And it's worked out well because, you know, once they have to enter their credit card information, it's already there and it makes it seamless if they want to stay. Um, so I'm doing a dollar trial for seven days. Um, it's been working out great. I felt 14 days was a little long for me. I, I, I kind of tease them with the content and by seven, they're like really in there and wanting it. They, they don't want to, they don't want to quit, you know? So uh, seven days has worked well, but then we also have, and this is something that started with um, um, when I brought on um, my Facebook guy, um, Dan. So he's also running a dollar trial as well as part of the sequence as far as uh, 
the ongoing sales sequence that we have. So that's that that is there, but that's only available, and it's actually time sensitive. I'm using Thrive um, Ultimatum. Ultimatum. Thank you. I'm using Thrive Ultimatum to to do that. So it's basically dependent on whenever they hit that. You know. Yeah. Awesome. And so do you actually offer other products or services as well, or is the membership everything that you're you're doing at the moment, essentially? Yeah, people have asked me that, and I would love to. Um, I would love to branch out and offer different products, um, but right now everything is just membership. <laughs> um, but I'm starting to – I'm starting to kind of remove myself a little – bit from it and you know kind of develop a team and all of that so that I can have more time to kind of to do that um but that is something I think that's in the works for sure awesome and so with the membership itself then what are you actually providing to members every month are you providing specific songs are you providing training on and as you said ear training which to, that blows my mind just the idea of being able to listen to something and then and then actually <laughs> play it without kind of music in front of you and, and things like that yeah. like I have no idea how you would even do that um so yeah so ha- what are you actually providing to members there okay so that's a good question so basically we would provide something called midi files and that is basically musically it's just like a song file that a musician downloads to their computer and when they click on that song file it will, a pop-up, a keyboard will pop up that plays a song and they could learn it from the screen. They can slow the notes down and they could learn the songs that way. So that's actually what I initially started offering. But those take time to create because, because what's happening is like, if there's a, pian- a pianist that does something that, that you want to hear or a song that you want to hear, I have to actually go on my piano and recreate that. That was the whole thing that got, <laughs> that was my, what I call my unique selling point. Or um, there's a book, a really good book called Unfair Advantage. I don't know if you've read it. It is an yes, amazing yeah, book. Yeah, great book. And, you know, how to leverage your unfair advantages, you know, and I was talking earlier about, you know, I, I started music when I was five. My dad played by ear. So I had some, some advantages that gave me, you know, that, that um, ability to do that. However, it did take a lot of time. So I don't, I tried not to do them as often now, but when they come in, there's a space where they can get MIDI files. That's like a separate section of the site called MIDI files. Then on top of that, we have a, a what's called live trainings and those are monthly live trainings. I've been doing monthly ever since I started. And, and <laughs> it's funny, they appreciate the live trainings more than they do the MIDI files. Oh, right even though they love, they come for the media. And this, here's the thing that I was saying that, again, that just kind of reinforces what um, you guys say. They come because, oh, I can get all these all these files of all these top musicians. But when they come in, they really love what actually gets that emotion is the live trainings. Um, so I have the live trainings. I have a roadmap, actually, um, uh, based on... Um, Memberoni and and actually what it is it's it's a beginner roadmap it's a uh, and after that the level is competent then after that it's intermediate and after that it's advanced and so that's that's actually our biggest site feature that's the thing that everyone talks about the most we're the only gospel music um, website in the world actually that has a roadmap um, so it's like really cool and when I'm uh, on YouTube. I can, it's a nice positioning offer because 
you know, I can say, you know, a lot of the problem is because people are lacking foundation. Because I think the thing is, like you just mentioned about ear, like music is vocabulary. So my unique selling point and the, the unique way I solve the problem is by focusing on vocabulary. Right. And so I tell people, while everyone else is talking about ear and develop your own ear, I talk about developing vocabulary and I, I tie music to language. And I say, for instance, let's say I go to another um, let's say I go to another country and they're speaking a language, but I don't understand that language. Well, your ear can hear that language, right? You can hear the language just fine, but because you don't you don't have their vocabulary, those words, you don't know the words, so your ear can't make sense of it, right? So this is how I this is the unique way that I deal with music that you can hear the music just fine. And in fact, your ear could probably tell you that something's not right with this song, but you lack the vocabulary. So what so so that my so my specific point is and my specific solution is to build your vocabulary that will help your ear to identify so there's ear training involved but so that's that's the specific way that i solve that problem and it and it's very different than other teachers and i believe it's actually kind of helped my site growth because uh, there's a lot of gospel music websites but i think ours is doing very well because <laughs> uh, people they really like that approach they really like how it's done and so basically we have the ear training we have courses as well, I have an ear trainings course. I have a course on improv improvisation. I've got a community using IP board. Uh, I've got so we've got a lot of stuff in there. Like in terms of stuff, it's a lot. And uh, people actually say, you know, it's almost too much. Some people feel like it's just too much. Um, so yeah, we have a lot of content in there for sure. So you mentioned there a couple of times that the site is focused on gospel music. Has that always been your niche or did you make a decision to to kind of niche down to that market? I kind of made a decision to niche down, even though I can play different styles. Um, the other styles were very uh, a lot more competitive. And then, OK, and that was my passion, because um, so if you're thinking like maybe, uh, you know, the type of gospel I mean is like uh, if you've watched uh, Sister Act 2. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like in the choirs, you know, those, that kind of thing. Because yeah. that, that's a that's a big market that was basically ignored right because so the jazz market oh it's, it's huge in fact um simon warner and i we talk all the time and we started at the same time and his channel is way over six figures <laughs> but mine mine is just a smaller niche it's a it's it's not as big of a niche so it's really important for me to really just kind of stake my claim in this niche because it's, it's it is a smaller niche but we're growing great but it, like I said, um, it is gospel specifically. And I don't know, maybe I I do have some people coming in for jazz and for other things because they like my emphasis on vocabulary as a, as the basically the way to solve all musical problems. So, you know, I tell them you can come in as another, uh, you know, if you're on another genre as well and come in and just get the foundation for what you need and then go on and kind of like college, how you would have, you know, in some colleges, how you, they focus on like prerequisites first, you know, yeah. so I kind of position it like that, but specifically though, gospel, um, as far as the genre. Awesome. And so what would you say has actually been your biggest challenge with the membership so far then? Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> um, honestly, I think, um, Yeah, the biggest challenge for me is kind of getting out of 
not being so hard at myself. And I don't know if, if any of your other guests have talked about this, but it, but being membership sign owner isn't all up. It's there's downs as well. And only be, and I'm only going to bring this up because I personally would love to hear challenges, but so let me just say this. Um, like for instance, up until there was a whole, up until maybe last month, I found out that, um, certain portion of memberships, uh, certain portion of, um, people who would sign up weren't getting tagged in my convert kit properly. So they weren't getting my emails and this was huge for me. Um, and by the way, I haven't said what I, so I have a basic membership that's a $27 membership. Then I have a premium membership. That's a, a $38 membership. The difference between, there's no difference between the two in terms of content. The only difference between the, the $27 membership and the $38 membership is the one-on-one -on -one coaching. And then of course I have annuals for both of those, which I did, I think times nine or times 10 for, for both. So they did two months off. All right. So those are the two memberships that I have. So basically every, everyone who was coming in on the basic membership since last December wasn't getting tagged. I don't know why. No, actually, it was from January first. So I don't know if I don't know if it was something that happened, a change that happened within ConvertKit or what. I don't know why it just changed like that. But they weren't getting tagged, and it was also messing up my numbers because I would look at my numbers in ConvertKit. I'm saying I thought I had more members in this. I never figured it out. You could imagine my horror when I <laughs> realized after doing some digging, after a guy says, "Hey, um, you know, it's been a while, and I just." I'd love to get some emails from you. And I'm saying, like, I just sent an email yesterday. So I go and I check and it's like, oh, my goodness. I don't believe this. <laughs> I just I wanted to kick myself. I was so hard on myself about this. And so, you know, when you um, when you talk about challenges, it's sometimes those things can happen. And now I have to figure out how to fix that problem and not just beat my not not just just wallow and just self-pity for that. I got to fix the problem and keep going. So I, you know, I sent out an email and I said, you know, I am so sorry. I feel so bad. And I just, kinda, <laughs> and, 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 and not one person was upset or anything, but it just kind of, it was me. It was that self pressure, you know? And I think those kind of things happen, you know, as far as membership sign owners, you know, things happen like that where I'll make a mistake. And I just kind of want to say, I think that's part of, that's one of the challenging things, just kind of not being super hard on myself with certain mistakes and just realizing that mistakes, mistakes will happen and that, you know, I, I need to be, you know, just kind of be a little bit easier on that. And if it's in, and I think the members actually appreciate the honesty, they appreciate me getting out to them, acknowledging the problem and also having a solution. Cause obviously I'm not just going to email them and say, Oh, by the way, you guys aren't getting emails. And then, <laughs> and then that's it. You know, <laughs> no, I need to say, Hey, no, you will get them from henceforth, you know, but <laughs> I, I did want to, you know, own up to the problem. So I think that's honestly been one, some of my biggest challenges just kind of being really in myself um, about, you know, not being too tough on myself. Cause I intend to be a perfectionist, you know, and just kind of allowing some mistakes to happen and just trying to fix things when I find out if there's any problems and just keep on moving. So I think that's been probably, probably the biggest one for me, like in terms of 
that you know i don't know if that makes any sense <laughs> no i think it does and i think it, it is one of those things as you say like i mean it's not it's not unique to memberships i think anybody in business especially where there's tech involves right. there is going to be things that go wrong there is going to be things that don't work how you think they're going to work or things that you miss or or things like that and so i think as you said there just kind of having that acceptance that you know it doesn't doesn't mean that you have done something wrong or you failed at something or mm-hmm. or anything like that but as you say it, it's how you deal with it that right. is important and and as you say I think you know just actually being honest and saying hey I've noticed you haven't had emails and I'm really sorry about that but right. this is what we're going to do and as you said just kind of accepting that and that's one of the things I personally love about a membership is because it is always evolving in that way you you kind of have a lot of of space with your members to make up for if something isn't quite perfect or to improve things to continually make their experience better and and yeah for me I think yeah totally with you there on that being one of the challenges in terms of being able to to not take that on yourself when things happen but I do think memberships are great for actually being able to to fix those issues as well yeah and I don't know how I got away from that because when I first started it's kind of like I knew I didn't know anything and so it's kind of like okay beta members you know you guys help me so I'm looking I'm not being hard on myself because I know I don't know anything. And it's kind of like, let's, you know, let's let's do this together. And they're like, okay, Sean, you know, let's do it together. And so that's why it was really encouraging for me when I went to retain. And you guys had uh, um, Scott and and, um, Dremio Jared up there. And I remember this just I don't know why it made such a big impact on me. And you guys asked him so. How did you get to all your big numbers? And Scott was like, I don't know. <laughs> he says, I don't know. I don't remember. I said, I don't. I honestly don't remember. I don't know how what I'm doing. Like, but just that kind of because I feel like I thought it was just me. Like, <laughs> you know. But I'm finding that that actually is kind of. It's not like you can actually say this. You know, these are the steps you have to. You know, and so I'm realizing that just kind of having this attitude of being willing to grow, being willing to listen, because they're the ones who are your members. They they know what they want. So I'm thinking that they want mini files. I'm thinking they want this. I'm thinking they want more content. I'm thinking more than this. But then I get to the live trainings. I get to the one-on-ones and it's a totally different thing. And I'm like, okay, so I just need to allow myself to evolve because that's what it is. Membership is an evolving experience. So it's been really great for me just kind of being able to go through that and, and how it evolves. It's been, it's just amazing to me because it kind of helps you evolve as a person as well. You know, so it's really cool. Yeah, I love that. And I'd love to actually go back to um, when you launched. So you mentioned that kind of you had the idea, you put a date out there and yeah. you just went for it, knowing yeah. that it wasn't going to be perfect. You were kind of doing the the beta launch there. Um, and how, how did you find that? Was it just to your email list initially and you got some initial people on board or did you kind of stay open ever since then? How, how did you work that initial launch? Yeah, the, the initial launch, you know, that was that was all Membership Site Academy <laughs> because I found I found Membership Site Academy a month before. And so I was looking I had actually it's funny, too, because I was I was within. So I was testing out between Membership Site Academy and another guy. And um, he was basically saying you need to do the closed door model because, you know, you got to have that sense of urgency in order to get them in. And then I went to the Membership Site Academy and they they kind of had a, a an alternate kind of a thing. They they didn't they didn't flat out reject the closer, but they said, here's some advantages to it, and here's some advantages to the just having it open. And I felt it would have been in my membership's best interest to, to keep the doors open. Um so as far as the 
beta launch, I just kind of sent out, I just kind of sent out a, 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 a email to my Gumroad list because they had been downloading files. And I says, I'm, st-, and I was very honest. I said, I don't have a lot of content right now. I said, you guys would be coming in at $10. <laughs> I says, and you're just coming in to help. You know what? No, that's not what I did. And I'm just, I'm looking back to think, actually, no, here's, here's what I did. Gumroad has the ability to kind of parse between members based on, not members, but between people who have bought based on price. So I, I did something. I said, I don't want to email free. I don't want to email my free people. I, I only email people who had spent over a certain amount and they dropped it all the way down to like 150 people. But I felt like these are, these people had spent, they had, you know, invested. Yeah. So when I come and tell them I want them to be a part of a bait, I figured it would be a no brainer, which it was. So that, <laughs> that worked out great. So I got them on, they helped. And then immediately after that, I did another one and said, okay, I'm still, I think I had them on for like a month. And immediately after that, I brought in and opened the doors officially. And I started at $15 and I got almost by maybe almost a hundred people just on the start. I was, here's the neat thing about memberships that I was surprised. So that first, I think I started in May by June, I was bringing in two grand. I was, I was, it blew my mind. I had two grand and I'm like, Oh my goodness, this is my first month. I couldn't believe it. Like (laughs) just from just that first month when I didn't know what I was doing and it was like, okay, this is, there's something here. There's, you know, this is something that's really cool. Um, So, yeah. So I don't know if that answers your question as far as that, but yeah, the the doors have stayed open ever since then. And um, as far as revenue, it's obviously it's gone up since then um, almost doubling each year, actually, um, outside of last year because you can't double forever you know but it's been very it's been honestly very 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 great for me very rewarding for me as well because of the freedom but not just the freedom um to be to and the flexibility to schedule the day which i know a lot of people talk about that but i think for me it's just being able to do what i love do what i have a passion about and to actually get be providing enough value for people to to pay for that is, 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 is something that to me blows my mind because uh, when I was in school, I think I, I was, uh, my first two years, I was in a computer science major and the money, you know, the money was going to be pretty decent, but I didn't have that love for it. You know, I couldn't, you know, when I would sat, sit down in front of it and, and, and they would put me in these coding classes. I'm just like, I, I, I there's no way I could do that. I mean, I know the money's great, but I'm, I'm not doing this. <laughs> So I went to something that I love, which is teaching. But as a result, because I'm choosing the thing that I have a passion in, of course, the money goes down because, you know, that's, you know, so so now I'm choosing what I love, but I have to take the I have to take the cut now in the income. So what the membership site has done. Um, and, that's, and yeah, that's a good way to put it, because in the, what the membership site has done is allow me to focus on what I love, but not necessarily sacrifice the income. And then not only that, there's, there's really no ceiling on that. You can, you know, I can keep going as far as how high I want to, you know, want to go. And then whenever I am satisfied and I can, I can say, this is where it is. So I just, that's what I love about memberships um, is that I can, I can focus on what I'm doing, focus on what I love 
but still actually don't have to sacrifice, you know, like I would be when I was teaching. So I think that's just something that's so amazing. Yeah, it, it, as you say, there's there's something quite special about being able to do what you love for a living, I think. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's it's just, yeah, it's the joy. Yeah, because if I was doing a membership site on something I didn't love, I wouldn't love. It wouldn't be the membership site itself. It's the fact that I'm doing something that I would do anyway, you know, um, explaining to people about music. And and by the way, um, one of the one of the reasons I really got into the membership site and just kind of started thinking about the model is because I started um, the year before I started the membership site, I had started some music classes in my city. And uh, there was a business owner I was really good friends with. And he would always say to me, Sean, you need to find out how to scale. He said, you know, you're teaching when you're a music teacher and you're teaching one person at a time, you need to find out how to scale that because your your income is tied to your time. So I kept thinking about that. So I thought, not knowing about the online thing at the time, I said, hmm, well, I know how I can scale. I'll do group class instead of teaching one person, right? But I was on the right idea, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so instead of having instead of having one person, I got like 15, you know? And I, I said, oh, bring, bring all of your pianos in here. And they would all bring their pianos. And so it was a way of multiply. So, but then I started to think, I said, well, I just multiplied instead of having one income, I, you know, I multiply one student times 15. I have that. But wait a minute, if I take this online, <laughs> then there's, then the sky's the limit, you know? So that's kind of what started my journey to trying to find something. And membership site is perfect for piano because you need the consistent. Nobody's going to say we want one piano class and then go courses. Courses don't work as well for music. You, everybody that's a musician knows that you have to have the continued training. You have to have the continued support. You have to have the community in order to grow as a musician. So it's a perfect it's a perfect model for anyone who's in the creative space and the music and things like that to have a membership site. So I think that's really kind of what really sold me on the idea that I would need some kind of recurring subscription-based kind of a model. Yeah, there's definitely a reason there's so many, so many oh, music-based yeah. memberships. It's perfect oh, yeah. for them. Oh yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because when I was in when I was a kid and doing um, lessons, you know, I would have to go weekly. Yeah. Right. It wasn't a oh, we're going to take you to buy a, a piano book and then send you on your way. You know, I had to go weekly to the, and so it would make sense for membership sites to you know for musicians to have that as a model. I think so. yeah, definitely. And so is there anything, if you were to go back to the start, is there anything you wish you'd known earlier or that you'd do differently if you were starting again now? Yeah, for sure. Um, the community aspect is so important. Um, it's just, I was focused on, I was focused on just kind of what content do you guys use? So I was basically using the community to tell me what content I should get instead of literally serving the community. <laughs> right. So there's a difference. So now, and I didn't mention this, I, um, as soon as I realized that from the live trainings, that the, com that the community is where it's at, because let me just explain the pain point from, for musicians that I've, I'm able to articulate it so well now because I've hear from them one-on-one, -on -one. they're scared. They go on Instagram and they go on Facebook and they see all these amazing pianists and then they go and they play themselves and they feel like they don't measure up. So they feel insecure. 
and they, they need a way and they need an environment to be able to grow without feeling judged. And they need to be able to, to grow and put their mistakes out there, which is a very difficult thing to do in a supportive community. That's what my membership site provides, not content. That's content is second to that though. So for me, figuring that out, when I figured that out, I immediately, if it's, if it's okay, can I talk about how I got my community manager or anything? Or, yeah, or, yeah, go for okay. it. So when I found that out, I went on Facebook and I, um, I started looking at all the music, the music based groups. And I, and, and i I literally handpicked someone who I would see that was answering questions and very just, she was very, um, just very nurturing with her questions, but still very thorough. And I said, this is who I want as my, uh, <laughs> this is who I want as my person for my community, because we weren't having a lot of, we would, the community was a thing I was struggling with the most. I had problems like um, most people, how do we get the community involved? They're not posting, you know, all that. So I, I, I approached her and I says, you know, thankfully she knew me because like I said, the market is, is small enough that when you reach a kind of a number on YouTube, then they kind of know of you, if even if they haven't met you. So thankfully that was the case. So she already knew who I was and she was like, sure, let me, let me see what it is. And I brought her on. Kelly, let me tell you, <laughs> oh my goodness, bringing her on and telling her and just giving her some general things. I just need you to kind of involve, you know, get, get them involved, try to ask one question a week, Anyone who brings a welcome, anyone who tried to make a comment, try to just get it's not that everything is her, but I knew that that would have an effect. And it it did to the point where other people started commenting. I had to eventually tell her and I paid her a little little something. It wasn't even that much. Then I eventually told her, find four people like you duplicate yourself. So she found four people like her. Now she has a team. So she manages a team of four, all coming from the community. When I told her to find people like yourself, I meant from within the community. So people, I said, the top posters, the people who are really bring them in. And let's, and so we, to this day, we meet, we meet monthly. So these four people having them now. So now when one person responds, there's like a lot of, and it just exploded. And now, and then we went even further than that. Um, we went even further than that. I kind of allowed them the freedom to kind of say, what do you think would be best to help increase engagement instead of me? Because I'm their 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 members. So they would know. And they says, we need to start challenges. That's what people are wanting right now. I said, OK, I wish I could show you the numbers. I wish I could show you the numbers. I'll just say this. My average my average forum post would get maybe 100 to 200 views. They started a challenge. We put it out. I emailed the members. They said, you know, and this is a challenge is where a member would play a song and they had to record themselves playing all positive comments. You have to make positive comments. If somebody posts the first challenge, 3,200 views over 3000. Wow. The next challenge the week after that, another 3000. Now we're in the middle of our third one. This one's approaching 4,000. I mean, this is just from me just relinquishing control and saying, you guys know, <laughs> you know. And so, and and I want to say this, um, 
I had a, a motorcycle accident recently, so I was in the hospital. So, you know, normally if it was a hit, it had been two years ago, I, um, my membership would have been a ghost town. <laughs> it it was just as lively in there. You had other posts saying, "Let's let's let's welcome, let's help Sean, let's walk, let's give him a get well soon thing." You know, they're all putting their post on it. But the it it's all going because that team is there. And then again, it wasn't even it the cost for that. You know, versus what I'm gaining from it is just phenomenal. So having that team in place. Um, and having her lead the team and she meets with them often and they ask questions and, I, you know, they they, they will provide different um, questions. They will answer questions. I have people in there who are uh, of various skill levels, you know, so that if somebody who's a beginner comes in there. So, again, it hits that pain point that I was talking about of where I was saying that musicians feel um, they want to feel like they can they can put things out there that they can release music and not and feel supported. So now when they release and, and they're getting support, I had somebody say two days ago, they said, there is no way I could leave this community. That was like, you could have given me a million dollars because that comment to me was like, that's what I was going for, you know? And they said, there's no way I can leave this place because we don't have this anywhere, you know? So, you know, I just think, Again, so like you said, focusing on the community aspect of things, because honestly, I could have even from that monthly live, you know, they could have told me in the monthly live, hey, which could you do this? So I probably could have gotten away with far less content than I started with. But, um, you know, so I think that that's how I would have done it. I probably would have focused more on the community from the beginning and then and then let them because they do sell the community that they do sell from a lot of people come in and say yes you know such and such told me about you and so i have a lot of word of mouth that kind of thing awesome i love that and yeah it sounds like you've got an awesome community team there helping you which really does make all the difference when you can find that oh yeah and finding the right people for that yeah and so yeah that's that's been amazing so besides them and then the other another person i hired um was um a girl to do intercom and which I know it may seem like a strange hire, but the thing is I was answering my own intercom questions. I get a lot of intercom questions. I mean, all the time and the members versus non-members. And it's just like, it was, it's too much for me. So I got a person and I asked her, I said, would you, would you help me with my intercom? And she actually volunteered and I refused to lie. I said, no, I'm going to pay you. And so I pay her, Come to find out she has a marketing degree, a couple books on Amazon on marketing. And <laughs> so she's a marketer. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, how much better does, <laughs> does it get? Like, so the person who like when you go to the chat bubble on on, uh, on the site, that's actually a person who's a marketing expert. You know, it's like, oh, my goodness, this is amazing. So, yeah, so it's just it feels so good to have all those things in place. And it's just it's just amazing. Like, so, yeah, that's. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't change much, but I would I would change as far as a focus on community for sure. Awesome. I love that. And so as we start to wrap up then, what impact would you say having the membership has had for for you overall? Mm. Oh, wow. Um, it's given me it's, um, I think I mentioned before, like it's given me like a lot of freedom, freedom to just plan my day, a lot less worry because of like um the predictable nature of the revenue is just amazing. Um, so I don't worry about it as, as much. I, I do like just being able to, 
just kind of control the direction of where things are going. It just, that feels good. I like the autonomy of that, you know? Um, so it's been able to do that. I've been able to, well, not obviously, I've been able to quit my job, you know, when I first, the first two years, I, I was still working uh, full time. And in fact, I had multiple jobs. So I had like four or five different little things, professor of this college over here and then teaching math over at this school. Actually, I'm not a music teacher, I'm a math teacher, by the way. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm a math professor at two colleges. So I um so I actually gave those up. Actually, I told them if you have any online courses, we're good. I said, but if you're not, if you don't have any online courses, I'm I'm not coming into work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and they said one of the colleges said, Oh no, we'll, we'll we want to keep you. We'll we'll give you some online courses. So now I don't actually have to leave my home at all Sounds during perfect. the week. <laughs> Yeah. Now during the weekend, I still have my, my playing and stuff. And I like that because it keeps me in the, it keeps me in that genre. It keeps me fresh musically and it keeps me being able to, you know, have that music there as far and, and, and get out the house. So, so I I keep that for the week before, but, but during the week, it's all online, which means I can go where I want to go. I can do what I want to do. It's that freedom there. It's the, the membership site model It's online model. It's just, it's amazing. So I love it. I, I, I don't know. I can't say this enough, but I'm just so grateful that I found Membership Site Academy. And and I know you're not making me say this. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying this or not, but <laughs> I'm just really grateful because, you know, I can have the desire to want to do something, but the knowledge has to be there. Like the knowledge. I mean, I have the knowledge necessary to do that. Right. And initially, I remember when I initially um, went to uh, I was like, uh, to you guys sign a page. I was like, Hmm, this is a, I don't know. This is a little steep. <laughs> and then I, I, you know, but then when I started, I just like, why didn't I do this before? Because it's the, the, the return on the investment is through the roof, you know? So, you know, I just feel like the, and I don't feel like there's any other service that's providing, you know, that level that you guys are providing. And then with the, with the community as well. Um, I just, yeah, I'm just, I'm just glad I found you guys. Cause I, again, that's what I, I started, like I said, a month before I joined membership Academy a month before I started. And I use that to launch. I use that. To, and every time I've needed a problem, I'm, 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 by the way, one of my, one of my promotions in um, June is raising my price. And and uh, I'm gonna be at so I'm gonna go up. Uh, it's twenty nine dollars. I already this week started going, <laughs> looking up you know different things. And there was a post in there about okay, so no, so that's kind of it's perfect for that. You know, it's everything involving memberships. And I know you guys aren't telling me to say this, but I hope I'm not in trouble. But I just, I just, you know, for me, that's you know having that wisdom there and to be able to rely on and not just you and. Um, and Mike, but also other membership site owners, also those who are in my field as well, in the music field, and we can gain and share from each other. I think that is invaluable. And that's what I'm trying to provide as well for my group, you know, other musicians that they can be connected to, you know, because um, they've said that's invaluable to us. So that's why I tell so many people about them. So I don't even ask where they feel it. I've told so many people about you guys. It's not... <laughs> I don't even ask for it. I just said, they just said, man, Sean, your site looks great. And it's like the content, everything. I said, you know, yeah. Now, I, I'm careful because I'm not trying to train my competitors, but there's some people who uh, I just tell them, look, y'all need to go check out Membership Site Academy. 
So yeah, that's, but I'll, I'll stop before I get into much trouble. <laughs> no, well, I mean, yeah, I really appreciate that because that that's what we that's what we want. We want to be able to to help people have that success with their membership. So it means a lot to us to to know that we've been able to play a small part in the journey for you. Yeah, big part. <laughs> but, yeah, thank you. <laughs> and so. Last question then, I would love to know what your goals actually are. Where would you like the membership to be in 12 months, say? Oh, man, that's a difficult question because I know that by the end of the year, and like in terms of numbers, where I would like to be and where I will, you know, where I think is doable for me. But outside of that, and I was thinking about that this morning. Excuse me, and I don't know if it's acceptable to say I don't know, but <laughs> that's I don't know if that's an acceptable answer. I just, I feel like I, you know, like each year it's like things reveal them, like, you know, things just kind of come to me and it's, and I feel like I should be more planned at some level, but then it's just kind of like, you know, I'm just along for the ride, if that makes sense. I'm just kind of along for the journey. Um, it's just been amazing. And I, you know, if I were to say anything like, you know, as far as, you know, like an advice or something, it's just kind of like that unfair advantage. That book is just so amazing. Like knowing my specific way of solving a certain problem, because there's only one Sean, right? You can have somebody who has the exact same, they could be equally skilled as me, but they may have an entirely different approach and that's fine, you know, but I can only be an expert in how I solve a certain problem. And I just want to kind of retain that core. You know, I want to retain that as far as here is how I am kind of solving the problems that musicians face and whatever that reveals for future. I just want to kind of stay on that because I think that's what's going to really help me out because, you know, I think I have something now and I just I'd want to be able to kind of make sure I maintain that core, if that makes any sense. So. Yeah, perfect sense. And so if someone wants to check out your site or connect with you, where's the best place for them to do that? Um, on YouTube, well, luckily for me, Sean Wilson Piano was the most generic blah name <laughs> I could think of at the time. And <laughs> so Sean Wilson Piano on YouTube, Sean Wilson Piano on Instagram, Sean Wilson Piano.com, Sean Wilson Piano on Facebook. I mean, it's nice and easy. <laughs> literally easy, but the spelling is going to be S E A N. Um, W-I-L-S-O-N. I guess most of my content will be YouTube. That's that's my, my primary content right now. Um, and I think we have a, just a little shy of 50,000 members right now, I think, for, awesome. for YouTube. So um, that's where so that's where I'm at mostly if, you know, someone wanted to kind of check out those videos. Awesome. And I'll make sure to, to put those links below for anybody listening on the site as well. And so, yeah, I've, I've loved talking with you today, Sean. I feel like there's lots more we could probably talk about as well, but we'll, we'll need to wrap it up there. But yeah, thank you so much for your time. It's been great hearing, hearing more about your journey and how things are going for you. Thank you so much. Big, big thank you once again to Sean for joining me for this episode and thank you for listening too. I love what Sean has created and his commitment to always improving and serving his members. If you'd like to get all of Sean's details, read the show notes or download the transcript for this episode, then please head on over to themembershipguys.com slash btm51. That's it for this week's folks. Please subscribe, review, join me again, same time, same place for another episode of Behind the Membership next week. If you enjoyed this week's episode, we invite you to check out membershipacademy.com. 
The Membership Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing, and running a membership website. Whether you're still trying to figure out what your idea is going to be, or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Membership Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member-only discounts, perks, and tools, and a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement, and advice, the Membership Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage, and grow a successful membership website. Check it out at membershipacademy.com.